Welcome to Technado with Don Pizzette. Featuring sysadmin expert Don Pizzette, DevOps engineer Justin Dennison, security specialist Daniel Lowry, and Peter. Welcome to Technado with Don Pizzette, and we are sans Don Pizzette this week. Uh, Don was scheduled to be at a conference up in Seattle, and uh, Seattle is not uh, a great place to be traveling to right now, uh, but his conference actually changed to a uh, virtual conference, so he is still not here, um, but also not there, but he's at, at home watching the conference. This was your chance to say that he like fought off a mugger. Yeah. You know, no, I'm I'm, he, I'm mad well, at him. Like I'm upset with him. I'm not going <laughs> to raise him up. Have you guys already told the fork story? Oh, I know the fork story. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's Don's to tell. Yeah, yeah, it is his to tell. I okay. wouldn't tell it, but yeah. we'll write that down for yeah. next week. Yeah. Yeah. Fork story. He um, actually did fight off a mugger <laughs> with a fork. With a fork. Okay, but don't, it's a great don't give story. any more. Yeah, yeah, yeah don't give any I'll more. leave it that's there. Enough. Uh, but in Don's place, you might have heard uh, that's Cherokee Boos. Hi. How are you doing? Great. How are you? I'm good, thank you. And uh, Cherokee, a uh, frequent uh, contributor here on TechNATO. Uh, so glad to have her back. And we're also joined remotely. Uh, we have Sandor Sliderink all the way from California, I'm told. How are you doing today? Not too bad. How are you guys? Uh, we are very good. We're good, right? Little, I'm sorry, I spoke for all of us. A little nervous. Why is that? Why are you nervous? I'm not sure what's right. going to happen here. I heard the format changed. and. Uh, oh, I thought you meant being locked in a room with, with three other people. Oh, right there's right like now. that bear fight section. Though, yeah. yeah. And them handcuffs ain't chafing your ankles down to that radiator, are they? <laughs> well, why do we have a radiator? I don't know. But I don't I don't know. What else are we supposed to chain people to? That, that explains why I'm sweating. <laughs> we have a radiator just for chaining? Just for chaining. Like I could have put like a D-ring on the floor. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. I found this radiator. Yeah, we poured yeah. it full of concrete. All right. Well, that's great. Let's go get that fire hose now. Well, Sandor is the uh, CISO at CyberPulse, which uh, let's go ahead and learn all about uh, CyberPulse and Sandor <coughs> in our first segment, Rapid Fire Questions. Who do you work for? What's new? Who are you? What's happening? What's wrong with you? All right. Those weren't the questions. Sandor, we have the Rapid Fire Questions coming at you. You're going to have 45 seconds to a minute to answer them. You go over that. Peter's going to buzz you. We're going to move on. So you ready? Go for it. All right, oh, Peter, go. That was just a sample buzz, <laughs> oh, by the yeah, way. The time has started, so I'll get right into it here. Uh, first of all, uh, CyberPulse. Uh, I had not heard of it before and did a little reading, but why don't you uh, put it in your own words? Tell us all about CyberPulse. So CyberPulse is a uh, um, enterprise security operations center and enterprise information security solution um, that we point at home networks instead of the enterprise companies. Um, we figured uh, you know basically taking care of those those home networks is uh, where a lot of the vulnerabilities come into um, into the workforce uh, so and through so sharing passwords things of that nature so that's what we're doing trying to lock down the home networks all right so part of cyber pulse's mission is you're, you're trying to make cybersecurity uh, more affordable how do you go about doing that um, so there's a, there's some processes that we've done and, and some things that we have, you know, kind of IP intellectual property in the, in the works. Um, but we basically put a very, very, very thin client on each network and that, uh, that thin client allows us to, um, automatically create some VPN tunnels, uh, to basically, um, utilize our SOC as a remote firewall. Um, and then there's other, some other uh, goodies in the bag there uh, in that POA device that, uh, um, you know, allows us to, you know, basically reconfigure that network, um, you know, change things like default usernames and passwords, um, close down ports, uh, apply certain rules and, and policies, uh, you know, 
into the network itself um, to further lock it down. All right, Sandor, does securing households present different challenges than securing businesses? Oh, absolutely. Um, I've been dealing with this uh, with CyberPulse and, and building this uh, the cybersecurity aspect of it. Um, and it's vastly different. Um, you know, uh, in, in a business and a company, um, the architecture tends to be your gateway, your firewall, and then your switch. And then from that switch, multiple switches and so on and so forth until you finally get the computers connected, um, workstations, printers, whatever have you. Um, so in a in an environment at a, at a company, um, computers can literally talk to each other without ever even sometimes even seeing a switch, uh, much less the firewall. Um, so that, you know, in the home network, uh, most everything seems to be connected wirelessly. So a lot of your smart TVs, your IoT devices, your smartphones, your laptops, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so with that, you know, the main controller within a home does seem to be the Wi-Fi connection. Um, so that's one of the things that we lock down and, and help secure and, um, you know, reduce. Um, but we also don't have a lot of other things like, uh, you know, we're not clustering SQL servers or, um, you know, accessing a lot of the virtual machines in that aspect. So, um, you know, video game consoles, uh, you know, those are things that you generally wouldn't see in a business as well. So, yeah, there's, it's, it's, it's a huge difference. I'm not going to buzz you again, by the way. <laughs> everyone here looked at me like I'm a jerk. Well, even I know. Justin yeah, said I'm kind of supposed to do that. To do. Well, I'm you were sorry. supposed to do that. I'd have been, bah, 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 bah. But, yeah. but he was finishing a thought. No, he was. Man. He I'm was wrapping up. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Daniel. It's fine. It's fine. I, 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 you're all right. Now, Sandor, I'm, uh, I'm liking what I'm Exactly. <laughs> I heard it that time. I didn't I've hear been it buzzed. Time. I can't. It's your turn. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I can't. You... I, I defer my time to the gentleman from wherever you're from. Florida. Ocala? Ocala. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I just anyway. I just doxed him. Right? You did kind of a little bit. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, he's trying to get me killed, milkshaked or whatever it is anymore. Anywho, your Cyber Pulse company, I really like what I'm hearing actually because as a security professional, we do realize that a lot of insecurities come from the home Right, even if you're your business, uh, but that tells me I, I I need to have something like CyberPulse. Where are you guys business lifecycle wise? Are you still like ramping up, or are you actually at the point where you're taking customers? Uh, we're not quite taking customers yet. Um, right now, we're finishing up the prototype. Uh, we're kind of in the the seed stage, um, and we're going through a Y Combinator safe program. Um, for anyone who's into startups, they'll probably understand what that means. Um, but uh, we are looking to start doing alpha and beta testing. We've done some internal testing and virtual testing. Um, and right now we're building up to actually produce and provide. Um, sorry. Uh, I had muted my phone. You buzzed um, yourself. You buzzed. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it was an alarm. So. Um, Y Combinator. Like I'm but, yes. Yeah. So we uh, we're we're getting ready to roll out uh, alpha and then beta testing, um, and those individuals would be you know free or reduced in regards to what we're doing, um, and in return for you know the reduced pricing, um, you know we just want some feedback from them. You know, is it working? How well is it working? Uh, let us lob some you know denial of service attacks at you or you know lob different things at you to see if we can get through basically doing our own penetration testing um, once we get to the final portion of the beta testing we're going to have a pen test uh, I'll have a pen test group uh, 
actually go in and, and uh, try to lob some some attacks at some of our clients. Um, we should get Daniel on that. I want to sign up as and, a beta tester and then Daniel can. Yeah. <laughs> and try to get in your network. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what our goal is, is to try to help reduce and secure. We know that anything we're going to do is going to reduce at least 50, 60%, just changing default usernames sure. and passwords, um, adding a, a firewall that the firmware gets updated on a regular basis, um, you know, and, and pushing some security awareness uh, clips, tidbits out to our customers as well. So they turn on the TV, you know, little thing comes up, says, hey, did you change your password this month? Hey, so I know we're out of time for this segment, but I did want to ask, uh, because I, we both learned that we are, or I already knew but that I was, but we both <laughs> learned the, each other was Dutch today. So where do you stand on drope? On what? Drope. Drope. You know, the black licorice, the horrible stuff? Oh, drop. Yeah, well, see, I didn't <laughs> yeah, put the drop. Uh, well, thing. drop is good. You're, um, oh, what you're probably thinking about or referring to most likely is what they call double salt or double salted licorice. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's the really salty stuff. Um, as a kid, I really liked it. Um, I didn't have it for a really long time, like 20, 30 years. And uh, my mom had brought some over. Um, probably six months ago. I was like, oh, well, I want to try some. I hadn't had it in a long time. And uh, yeah, it was uh, a little too salty for my tongue. So. Yeah, That's <laughs> the only way I could eat licorice is rolled in salt. <laughs> my parents would use it, use it as punishment. Uh, kids, so. hey, they would hit uh, you with it. What are all these deer doing in my house? <laughs> as a security guy, you're going to be help, uh, very helpful for us on this first article. Um, so let's go to our, our next segment, Who Got Pwned? Looks like you're about to get pwned. Fatality. Yeah! All right, so you brought us this one from uh, the Daily Beast. Uh, no, it's not the Daily Beast. Is this the Daily Beast one? Yeah, yeah the clear. Daily Beast. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Uh, facial recognition company that works with law enforcement says entire client list was stolen. Um, yeah, so this is Clearview AI, uh, which contracts with law enforcement uh, after reportedly scraping three billion images from the web. Now says someone got unauthorized access to its list of customers. So. Uh, Anybody who wants to jump in here. Just a matter of time. Real, something real, like that was yeah. just a matter of time. Real yeah. quick. They work with law enforcement? It yep. worked. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. but does that mean that I already knew their customers? Possibly. Maybe. <laughs> or maybe, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, I had a phone book. I feel like I want to <laughs> know their customers. Yeah, I want to <laughs> know who they're, they're looking at. Like, I know three of their Three of their customers are uh, that they have listed is Toronto, um, Atlanta, and Florida. I do believe are the three yeah, customers they listed. Right. My 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 issue is I, there's a lot of lies that came out in the beginning. They said, "Oh, no one had access. It was gained by a flaw." And first thought was, "Oh, some hacker just sat there and it just fell out of the server." Um, oh, that happened. The yeah, right. Um, well, I was thinking of something like said, an open S3 bucket or something. Mm. Uh, that, mm, well, mm. but when you see 3 billion photos come out of your data center, um, virtual or not, uh, someone's going to notice, wouldn't you think? Uh, that or it took an extensive amount of time because, I mean, you know, photos tend not to be small. I think my daughter's got that many on her iPhone <laughs> right now. It's, some, it's somewhere near that. I guarantee. That number. But so so was this not encrypted? Was the database not encrypted? Is that what happened? Uh, well, um, I could, one can only assume that uh, they took the the pictures and obviously um, we found out later that, uh, um, oh, they did take more. They took the uh, client list. Um so what's going to come out next? So I yeah. I can imagine that uh, being that those were you know visible documents that uh, they were not encrypted. 
Um, if they were encrypted, then someone had access to the encryption keys. But do I'm we know if, if this is an inside oh, job? Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, go um, ahead. I was thinking, like, do we know if there was any kind of responsible disclosure program that was happening or a bug bounty program or something? Like, a lot of companies are engaging that now because it's yeah. super hard to secure your an environment and having the community at large from uh, security researchers to be able to come in and try to find those open flaws that you just overlooked or whatever uh, can be super helpful. I'm, I'm always a big proponent of, of that kind of thing. And the data is a bit benign, which could be arguable, but... I mean, it's data that they took from open public areas. Yeah, that was that was my question. The photos, it, they scraped the internet for them? Yeah. Did I misunderstand that? That's what it sounds like. So uh, the, the article, photos really the concern, or is it the client? I think it's more the, 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 it was at the, the client. Yeah. And yeah, they didn't really tell anybody. Like, who wants to be that well, creepy? But the, the photos do have, um, you know, they do contain information. So you've got to look at the metadata, GPS location information about about the, uh, the photo, location information. Is there a street sign or, you know, some restaurant number or something, you know, something that could, you know, a group of trees uh, could tell you where somebody is in the world if they looked hard enough. So, um, yeah. Yeah, there's got to be more to this information because it's, it's one anonymous Canadian law enforcement official uh, said the clear for you was, quote, the biggest breakthrough in the last decade for investigations of, of certain types of crimes. So, um, you know, obviously there's there's data going along with these photos Yeah, that they had used the information uh, from Clearview to find uh, children that were being abused. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. So you're telling me in Canada they do crime for good? No, I don't Crime know. If you, I saw, well, they're they're scraping public information, so like all the EXIF data and stuff that would contain geolocation or whatever that is publicly available in those photos that are made public that they found. Well, found I on think. not their own property, so they would have had to. Oh, uh, we're, we're, <laughs> yeah. we're digging into now. Some, now we're into what's what's like what's considered public. Where, where did the, so this is one of those things. Where did most of these photos come from? Do you know, Swandor? Sandor, uh, yeah, um, from what I understand, um, Google and Twitter both, and I believe Facebook as well, mm. sent them cease and desist letters. So based on that, I can mm. assume that uh, these were scraped off of those sites, such as uh, Instagram. Is scraping illegal? Um, it's a gray area. Um, depends on what you do with the data. Um, in Clearview AIs, apparently they scrape the data and then resold the data to law enforcement agencies gotcha. to the help them track down the bad guys. Yeah, but at the same time, I also look at it as, well, now you're just assuming everyone's guilty and self-proven innocent. And I don't know. Quick, uh, quick follow-up question. So those are three places. Couldn't I'm not saying these corporations should be responsible for that, but like the XF data, like geolocations and things, couldn't they scrape that if you upload those to prevent something like this from happening? Yes. Um, unfortunately, most of these public resources, the free resources like Facebook and Twitter and stuff, um, they don't, they're not going to spend that much money um, trying to secure and protect people's, uh, per, people's own data. Um, you know, it, it, it's kind of a, well, you share it, you shared it. Not in our hands anymore. Kind FYI, of. just in case you're curious, Instagram does do that because we, uh, today Justin and I tried to scrape exit uh, data. I mean, Instagram I mean, photos we, we were nothing. looking. No, for research, <laughs> yeah. for research, for science. Right. Literally for research. Yes. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah, we're it not there. In Mexico. We were not in Mexico as well. Instagram, like <laughs> obviously other people are, so that's yeah. their customer. So we're not. Well, I, I did it on my own photo, so. Yeah. Hey guys. Uh, yeah. 
So this this was a big big one of those big downer articles, but uh, I think we've got some some good news coming up. But we're going to take a quick break, so we'll be back in just a second. Don't go away. We got more Technado with Don Bazette coming up right after this. This is Josh. Josh spent $2,500 on a week of classroom training for CompTIA A+, and got certified. Josh got a good job that pays $40,000 per year. This is Jeremy. Jeremy only spent $299 on a full year of training from IT Pro TV, including A+, and 300 other courses. Jeremy also got a great job that pays $40,000 per year. Jeremy used the more than $2,200 he saved on IT training for a fabulous tropical vacation. Now Jeremy is still using his IT Pro TV membership to study for Network Plus and Security Plus to advance his career, but not spending any more money. Since all three are in Included in his IT Pro TV membership, plus 300 more courses. Don't be like Josh. Choose IT Pro TV for your IT training. All right, welcome back to TechNado with Don Pazette without Don Pazette this week, uh, but with Cherokee Boost and Sandor. So thank Woo-hoo. you again. That's getting to become a long title at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the TechNado with it's, Don Pazette without Don Pazette and Cherokee, though. And Sandor. And also Sandor. <laughs> Brought to you by Cyberpulse. <laughs> yeah, brought to you by Cyberpulse. All right, uh, we've got a lot of news to get to, so let's go ahead and jump right into our uh, first article from bleepingcomputer.com. Microsoft and Google offer free remote work tools due to coronavirus. So that sounds very nice. There's a lot of people that are looking uh, now to uh, – well, not coronavirus. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's no, that's his trigger word. So here's the thing. <laughs> it's I'm teams. just going to go ahead and say it. No, it pisses me off because oh. where were these when like flu outbreaks happen? Right. Like the flu legit kills people. Now, this may end up having a lar- larger mortality rate than coronavirus, but there's other. What am I? So, if you do did something. They, did they provide those same, like when there was a huge measles outbreak? But can't you say thanks for doing something now as opposed to. No, because I think it's just fear mongering and it pisses me off. Mm. Well, the, I mean, the, the real negative here, though, is what they don't say is what they're giving away is teams. So, that's. <laughs> That's almost as it's, as virulent as Corona. Like, no, Here's a used hanky. I'll take my chances at work. Thank you very much. I like to talk to people and sneeze in their yeah. mouth. I if, like teams. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Just, I've been having a hard time with another platform recently. So. Which one is that? What other platform? You are we allowed say to say it? it? You're allowed to say whatever you want in this place. Yeah. <laughs> this is a safe place. Yeah. Be a D's, baby. <laughs> Be a D's. Webex. Oh uh, yeah, that, actually, I think they, were they on gave that away, list, weren't they? Yeah, they yeah. gave away yeah. some. Yeah, there's. Uh, I think yeah, Cisco got it. Uh, let's. It, there's a few more listed here. Log me in and Cisco offering free licenses as well uh, for remote tools. And and but you know, I mean, as nice as that is, if uh, if you don't agree with with Justin, um, you know, it's still a business play because it is. Right. A, in a year, I think that's what's making six him months. Mad. They're going to say, okay, cool. Well, that that's done. Hey, you're liking it though. You know, here's a promo here's the code. Free so yeah. it, it is. It seems exploitative. Right. Yeah. It seems like, oh, you're scared, which Let people me play are, and on whether it. you are or not is neither here nor there. And there's always, uh, you know, I, I'm in the marketing team here, and y- you have these conversations. You're like, oh, you know, we could do this now. We could, And then you got to remind yourself, hey, this these is not people. the time to exploit, you know, yeah. a, a thing. And th- But, you know, there's always those people in uh, somewhere out there. Without scruples? That don't, yeah, that don't have that little part that goes, wait a second. You mean sociopaths? Well, yeah. now, now the question is, are we exploiting I the coronavirus? I was just thinking that. Because we're, we're talking, talking about, about it. And perpetuating this right. idea. This is not our fault. <laughs> yeah, so, now, so, what do you think of, uh, there's a new company. Uh, it's actually a Texas-based company called 8x8 doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think they were around last year with the H1N1, so... 
I don't know. Would you give the same? Yeah. Well, yeah. They just started. Yeah. Good point. Some straight up. I'm going to hold my other comments because you got to at least let other people hear this. Man, Justin. No, this, this, this makes me angry because we act like this is the most virulent thing ever. Number one, measles is way more virulent. Uh, Just because there's things worse doesn't mean it's not. I'm not bad. saying it's not bad, but we have he, a vaccine. I think he's, play, he's yeah. playing up the the fear mongering versus the virulent. Virility? No, wait a minute. That's something else. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, that's something else. <laughs> it's them V words. Yeah. They start getting you. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it just it just it is a a ploy to say, hey, let me use fear to try to get you to do something. Which number one makes me mad. Marketing team, by the way, just listen. <laughs> My bad. Um, that was a devil. And then fair. on top of that, fair. it's it's like this weird, now don't go and learn stuff. Just listen to what I say about how it's going to kill you till you die from it. <laughs> exactly. No, go, go ahead with your monologue again. No, that's it. <laughs> Screw you, Peter. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, <laughs> just saying. I was looking for like a soapbox noise or something, but I couldn't find one. Okay, so what do you think about Microsoft paying their hourly employees, even if they're not on site, to maintain the oh, still economy? Okay. Uh, or you're saying that's not a marketing work, play. But, but that's no, like work, work in the cafeteria. No, they are cafe, like cafeteria yeah. workers, so, baristas, so forth. So let me ask, if Microsoft does that out of the goodness of their heart and says, cool, we don't want to spread because we know there's some issue, I'm cool with that. But if they go, in return, you oh, owe yeah. us. Yeah. Then that's different. No, just loyalty. Yeah, it's like the mob. Yeah, <laughs> like we'll cut off all yeah. your fingers. Yeah, and Look then you can't scoop those potatoes. Yeah. it's a favor. But you know, if I ever need a favor from you, yeah, you might come to me one day. Yeah, I might come to you. Sorry, we usually don't get this. Uh, I, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Philosophical. I'm mostly, I'm mostly a funny person here, but yeah. this uh, just makes me heavy. Yeah. This is the maddest that Justin is. Uh, I've ever seen Justin. Yeah, it's well, and and it's funny because I thought this would be the well. Look at them. How nice of them. Kind no. of article, but no. It seems... Justin must not have any kids. No, he does not. You know what? Mm. Here's the thing. If I don't, I'm still not going to go, now, little Billy, you're going to die, so use teams. Yeah. <laughs> I've got kids, and I, I kind of I agree with Justin in a lot of ways. So. Yeah. Even this way? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I think there's so. an element to it. I, there might not be complete... I'm being I, hyperbolic give them, in some regards. Yeah, I'm I'll give them some benefit you. of the doubt. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're a business, you know, so... Uh, <laughs> You know, they're thinking about the bottom line, yeah. and I get that. the The thing you mentioned, Sandra, about uh, you know paying the hourly employees that that aren't actually working, I think that's great, and I think that's fantastic, and I, and I think I think it's a good gesture. I'm, I'm I'd rather they do this and they don't do this at all. Would you rather them just say no? You're... That's a good question. That's that's a tough one because if you're going to be mad at them either way. To be honest, I don't so, even know if they would need the additional publicity because if you think about it, the very you know we started seeing. WebEx needs it because that's a. <laughs> you know, I teased the segment. I said, I said, hey, we got bad news in this first one. Clear view. Oh, it's terrible. And let's come back with some good news. And, and I've, I've ruined it. So let's try the next one. <laughs> oh, let's, let's try the let's next move one. Move on. Okay. Let's move on. The next one is uh, from Therot. Therot? Thoreau? I don't know. Is it French? Uh, is this Paul's? Therot? Yeah. Thoreau. All right. We Thoreau. got time. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Took 30 seconds with that. Uh, <laughs> Mike. <laughs> He's a serial killer, I think. <laughs> Let's go, Thank you, Peter. Justin. That's, I'm going to make this only respond to my fingerprint. Uh, Microsoft announces PowerShell 7. Justin, why is that bad? Because uh, it's PowerShell. And next story. <laughs> Jerk, are you happy? Yeah, you're a little more um, Microsoft-y, aren't you? I mean, they're making advancements and trying to bring the core version to parity with previous releases. So I feel like they're, it's going to be a continuing project here so what, so what's new in powershell 7 that's uh it wasn't 
to be honest, I haven't before. played with it yet. I'm waiting to reformat my it, I, system this weekend. If I'm not mistaken, it's their first LTS, right? Their long-term support release. Oh, that very well could be. Uh, Man, real I quick, hear PowerShell, my nose starts bleeding. Yeah, so <laughs> unfortunately, there's a bunch of people who are like, PowerShell? Sandor, do you use uh, PowerShell, concern for PowerShell? It's a great place for malware kind of thing? Absolutely. PowerShell is a very powerful tool. Oh, nice. Um, think of the, the you know, it's similar to like the terminal um, on a Linux machine. Um, so, you know, some of the things that I've looked at, and I've had a little bit of a chance to dabble with the, with the PowerShell 7. Um, and there's a stronger presence for uh, with the Windows you know, Windows subsystem for Linux um, in regards to, you know, that more of the Linux commands are now getting uh, included into it. Um, you know, obviously uh, launching uh, you know, desktop as a service uh, coming up. So preparing that platform down. Um, but like with any tool, you know, a hammer can be used for good to build a house or, uh, you know, put a hole in a skull. So oh, geez. take your pick. Oh, man, I'm glad you went there because that's, that's where I thought I, you were going and you did. And it makes me happy. <laughs> Maxwell Silver. Uh, I'm not saying that you should use a hammer for that reason before Peter turns it around on me based on my. Hammers don't kill people. People kill people. Yeah. I can't, I can't wait to wear is right with the robustness or the, the power of it because I know they did increase their um, processing capability. So they have like parallel processing. Yeah. So yeah. I watched a demo at Ignite and they were doing database queries um, like molt against multiple data sets and so forth. Simultaneously, it was yeah, like point two seven eight 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 one one percent faster. Wow! <laughs> so, it, I don't know. It seems well, impressive. The article I'm I've, I've got the details of what's new. Uh, I found that portion of the article. It says uh, support for pipeline parallelization, which is a fun word to say. Mm -hmm. uh, some new operators, a simplified and dynamic, a dynamic error view. Excuse me, a compatibility layer for importing modules in Windows, automatic new version notifications, and more. And more. Well, yeah. some so of the old commandlets awesome. were brought New back. APIs and bug fixes. Right. Like outgrid view. Super happy about that one. That was one of my What's favorites. Um, <laughs> you, you said you were super happy, so I'd, oh. I've always wanted to use the party <laughs> ones one there that I had. Um, it basically <laughs> just takes your output and puts it into like a, a text file. Oh, it's like a tabular. You can yeah, do it like yeah, a yeah, tabular. So you can filter like, it and yeah. so forth. Nice. A pretty ease up pretty. the output. And yeah. PS tool seems to be... Uh, um, a little more effective this time too. Hmm. The sys internals tools for. I feel like one day we're gonna be like, man, you see that new PowerShell? It's called Bash. <laughs> <laughs> Three years show. from now, that's yeah. what it's gonna be. So I'm I'm kind of interested to see how that goes because like WSL is still getting a big big push. I actually saw where Don tweeted about some WSL like automation launching Docker process. Remind me as the idiot. Uh, web Windows <coughs> system for Linux. Oh, that okay. We mentioned that. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. Where are they going? Like, they're still doing PowerShell. This actually provides some backwards compatibility because I know with, like, the advent of Core, you lost some of that functionality. Um, so you're getting some of that back. Mm -hmm. Don predicts that, like, Windows Desktop will be their major product and, like, the server system will go to Linux. It will be Linux and they'll run, like, Active Directory as a service well, he on keeps, top of Linux. Yeah, he keeps predicting the uh, Windows distro of Linux. Yeah. And they, well, look at their terminal. Right. Like, they that's keep supporting. That way, yeah. Now, this well, PowerShell is available on Windows, Mac OS, and Linux. Yeah. San Sandor? I had uh, you know, kind of a brief discussion with Cherokee uh, um, through LinkedIn in regards to it. So, you know, Microsoft launched desktop as a service. Um, we're launching it. So kind of a 
desktop 365, I'm guessing. Mm. Um, and then you have Windows subsystem for Linux, so more integration with Linux machines. Um, and then also recently, about a week or two ago, um, it was more broadly announced regarding antivirus on Linux machines, which the only time you really need antivirus on a Linux machine is for Windows issues. So Windows, whether it's file services or you know running an email server or something like that. Um, you know, primarily that's the only real reason you need an antivirus. What, what about like Linux. just Linux based malware? Um, I have yet to really see anything, uh, um, you know, successful being run on Linux. Um, but it, not to say it doesn't, uh, just been my, gotcha. my experience. Well, Daniel hacks people on a yeah, daily I, basis. I, I've seen it. Daniel um, is, a, is our resident criminal. But I guess it's a pen tester. It's, it's right. A, it's a threshold of like success. It's definitely you don't see like malware in the scope that you see for Windows yeah. operating systems. I mean, you go you go where the, something where the info you, is right now. Right. right. It but, is like I mean, we saw that uh, Mac computers are now yeah, more targeted. Yeah. Than Windows machines now, and you and I have oh. talked about this that Linux users as a whole tend to be a much a, more power user, a, a more savvy kind of individual. Right. So I don't go to FlashGames.com <laughs> and get my fourteen. Wait, hold on, that's bad. Love that place. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, I mean, I do it on my Windows machine. But <laughs> <laughs> but you do you do the uh you know most of your hackers you, you about 90 percent um you know are going to be kind of your beginner to intermediate uh you know uh, as far as their expertise um and if you're doing a spray and pray you know you're going to go after what's what you're going to hit the most what do you have the biggest chance yeah. of hitting and you know windows services 90 percent of the, the uh the technological world uh somebody in there has a windows machine of one sort or another um, and my so, Foscam, that's what you're going after. Foscam. Mostly. And Cherokee. <laughs> and your yeah. Foscam. And Cherokee. Yeah. Cherokee just runs Well, speaking, speaking of hardware, uh, let's look at our next article that's over at VentureBeat.com. Uh, Ampere Ultra is the first 80-core ARM-based server processor. Yes, first of all. Did I mispronounce it? The CEO is a woman, so oh. super awesome. Well, then I, I... Yeah, she's a former president of Intel. somewhere in Intel, right? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, uh, Renee... Renee I yeah. don't remember her last So she stole a bunch of... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. No, they, they, from, they don't use the same architecture. Just uh, before we like, we're going to drive them into the ground. <laughs> so I, I have to ask, it, it, this makes me think of like Gillette. You know, how we got 80 blades on this new Razer. <laughs> yeah. How many how many cores do we need right now? Or, or this is, all this is for servers. Uh, every so. core you can get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all the cores you can get. Yeah. It really just comes down to the fact that like, this is going to make... Um, like cloud computing, less expensive, and it's going to reduce the amount of energy that's been used. They're talking about the two hundred and fifty watts. Yeah, per, it's a lot or, less or energy, processor. more energy efficient processor. Hmm. Uh, so there's a lot of upsides to what we were reading about. Uh, they were saying in the article about having these new processors and how your mobile devices are going to become better, stronger, faster, kind of thing, um, and be able to work with low power modes a whole lot more, or just use lower power in general. So that's that is an upside for the consumer, but other than that, it's like, yeah, cool. And Stronger, faster processes are coming out, as they always have. With the number of cores, you always want to increase like compute density, right? You don't want to you want to keep building out on your data centers. You right. want to keep it as small as possible, which this provides. And I think if you have any hesitation, uh, last year, if I'm not mistaken, AWS started like you can request ARM-based architecture hmm. uh, EC2 instances now. I don't know if that's true on Azure. 
I am not aware of that, but that might be like in some of the larger, yeah, you know. It's, it, you have data. to go out of your way. Well, you used to. Actually, the EC2 instance menu it's is just like, his arm. <laughs> it, well, it says x86-64 or arm yeah. now, so it depends on your instance type, uh, which I think it is a lower cost solution. Uh, it's for, lower cost. That shocks me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think it was originally. Just yeah. so <laughs> it was an upsell back in the day. Yeah. Um, I think it's lower cost for given workloads. It may not always be. So your mileage may vary mm. on that capacity. Uh, Peter, it looks like you're scrolling a lot. Did you well, I was waiting to, uh, I, you made me think of cost. I was waiting to see if there was a price uh, on this thing, but I did not see that. It's they six, couldn't predict that. It's $6. It's $6. It's, oh, $6. That's it's like, like 50, you know, Quarter, oh, but four, I don't know. Yeah. wait a minute. Just so we're clear, it's so far in the future, inflation's overtake. It's like four million dollars. Oh, okay, that makes yeah. that makes more sense. That's what I was thinking. But, but this is targeted at, at data centers yeah. and places yeah. like that. Okay, so I'm not going to get one of these in my. In and I think they mentioned mobile devices as well. Like, and it's hey, it is cheaper than the four hundred dollars set of wheels somebody else is offering. That's, yeah, that's true. Uh, but there is a wheel kit for this uh, this chip to just roll <laughs> it into that. That's server. right. Actually, you can get it as sneaker emblems. Uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Keep your feet warm in the cold climate. But, but not, not as too warm. warm. Yeah. yeah. Dragging around a power supply. <laughs> <by>. <laughs> power. <laughs> yeah, it says in here. I'm, I, uh, it says uh, it runs on 210 watts. I think we said two. I said 250. 250. So it's even even More less efficient. wattage. Wow. Yeah. So you can put it in your sneakers. Wow. Uh, Just we do not cat recommend dev random. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we've exhausted uh, that one. Uh, okay. uh, let's move on now uh, to like Ars Technica. Let's Encrypt changes course on certificate revocation. Administrator, I'm sorry? They're quitters. I think yeah. they did a good job. Yeah, administrators are getting a little uh, more time to replace affected certificates. <laughs> so this is something we talked about, was it last week? Yeah, I think so, because they were getting ready to expire. A whole bunch. Because of Apple, right? Doing the whole, uh, hey, we're not going to take it. Was it Chrome? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, where's Don? Yeah, yeah, where's Don? He's the, the one that actually guy? likes this. The guy, guy that knows things. <laughs> yeah, so this is... Unfortunately, this is this is an important thing, but this is mm, mm, Cherokee. You said you like this one. Yeah, I, think I you like have the most to say. <laughs> okay, so there were only like four hundred and thirty-five <laughs> like high severity when they did the triage for the certificates. They found only that amount had been compromised, and it was in the tens of thousands. I don't remember exactly for people who had low severity or low risk uh, for compromise. So they gave them thirty-six hours to. Um, get a new certificate, and most companies did not. Yeah, it says um, 1.3 million uh, pose minimal security risk. Right. So then they ended up extending that, but because I think it, because it was low risk, mm -hmm. they, um, I'm assuming that they did not extend any of those high risk customers, um, because all of those were revoked. Word. So what's interesting is with Let's Encrypt, this is CertBot. You go CertBot, give me a new cert. Right. And he goes, here's your new cert. Like, I'm, it's not it's not like certificates were. I don't understand. Now, where you've got to go to thought. They're, they're low severity, I, granted. But you know what was low severity a little while back? Those high severity things. Um, so that's just one of those. Eh. It's low severity till it's high severity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then again, going back to the kids, have you ever had them, like, tie your shoe or something? It's just sometimes, like, the littlest things are things that people just. That's true, but I don't have a helper named Sertbach tying their shoe. <laughs> You should get that. <laughs> yeah, that's Shoebot. That's Shoebot. Yep. It's like, never mind. Shoebot and Certbot work together. That's an analogy. Sandor, what do you think? I like what it, Let's Encrypt has done um, and what it's doing. Um, I think it's it's really putting pressure. 
based on on my research and understanding, um, certificate SSL certificates weren't meant to be initially utilized as a form to be capitalized on, so something to make a lot of money off of. And the model until Let's Encrypt has kind of taken over in regards to pay me lots of money to secure your website, or at least to put a certificate that says your website is secure. Um, <clears throat> so with what Let's Encrypt is doing, I think is great. Um, I like what Apple kind of did in regards to pushing, uh, you know, Don mentioned last week on that, uh, um, anything more than 12 or 13 months, uh, they don't want to have anything to do with anymore. So um, that's making a push to, uh, you know, to have these certificates issued more often. Um, it does make it easier that they're using a, a cert bot or, you know, maybe the Nike shoe bot instead. But um, yeah, so yeah, I think I think it makes sense to have the certificates last shorter amount of time because things can change drastically over those periods of time. But telling people, telling three million people, you have thirty six hours to uh, to make that update is for some reason you know what popped in my head. What's as that? long as the DMV doesn't start expiring our driver's licenses like that, dude. I mean, imagine yeah, I mean, I mean to put that into a consumer right. kind of scenario. What if yeah. they said, hey, uh, by Friday you're going to need to get that new license. Yeah, it'd be awesome if I can just connect to an API Actually, DMV and they issue me a new license. Yeah, I, I believe the DMV bot would give me a new license, <laughs> yeah. I'm all about it. This son. is essentially happening, though, because I know that there are... Uh, the real ID. Thing. Yeah, the real ID, like TSA. But that was like years. You can't tra yeah, but it's our state's fault. It's like, hey, I'd love to have that, but my state doesn't offer it yet. Right. But it's not 36 California hours. is the same thing. But it's, 36 but hours seems a little up. short. I would have given it, you know, seven days or maybe 14 days. Yeah, but, that's yeah, as long as you know. have to wait at the DMV. Or <laughs> Actually, our DMV's gotten a lot better. Didn't you just Dude, go to the DMV? Ours is it? not bad. Ours has I mean, gotten a lot better because you're like, hello. They're like, what do you need? You tell them. They give you a ticket based on what you need a lot of times. You sat there. I was in the DMV for maybe 30 minutes without an appointment. Yeah, and, and, uh, without and they were hold nice. On. Back up. Because I'm getting on Don for not being here for Technator today, but you went to the DMV and missed an episode. And so you're saying you went without an appointment? So, that wasn't You just said, hey, now's a good time no, to go? No, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. We didn't know where to, like, you had to go to the DMV to set up an appointment. We went there. We thought it was open at 8. It opened at 8.30. That's the only reason I missed. Also, you changed the schedule on me. Uh, so that's your fault. I blame you, Peter. You know what? I put it I'm in team. Sandor, do they always argue like this? <laughs> oh, the alarm again. Oh, no, that's the clock. <laughs> that's the clock. Yeah, that's my clock. <laughs> it just struck one. Fantastic. Uh, the Wait, bells one. of Westminster. Oh, I, I forgot about the time changes. So, okay, now it explains why that thing made so much noise at 3 o'clock. <laughs> I was very confused. I'm like, well, that should have just dung three times. <laughs> <laughs> I've counted 12. <laughs> did I say Your dung? clock is oh, stupid. Did I, did I say dung is a past tense of ding? It dung. <laughs> I did. You've been around midday. Yeah, yeah. 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 you get that red day come out of you. Yeah. That clock dung. Yeah. It, it <laughs> went time to go. It went ding, ding, dung. I, <laughs> dropped a nuke. Justin is rubbing off. All right, let's get to our uh, uh, next. Dung in my phone. Uh, yeah, our mm. next article here from Engadget. Uh, AMD CPUs for the past nine years are vulnerable to data <coughs> leak attacks. AMD reportedly heard about the takeaway flaws. That's the name of them, the takeaway flaws, several months ago. So. Is this uh, is this still something that's that's vulnerable? Uh, is this a is this a zero day? As uh, we like to call so it. So I think they said that AMD CPUs back to 2011 are affected. But they also there's some controversy <laughs> yeah, surrounding yeah. this. Yeah. So it was there, some the of the researchers. 
Well, that's not. It's totally different architecture. Okay. You, you don't listen. Um, <laughs> but it's back to 2011. <laughs> AMD processors. Oh, what, what were we not ARM. ARM. Yeah, those are different letters, Peter. The whole thing. <laughs> I know. That's I say how alphabets work. <laughs> Two letters are the same, but not necessarily. One of these things is not like the other. Let's start with A. Anyway, so this is back to 2011 because I got really interested in this because the they claimed the research was funded by Intel, and then they went the proof of concept is in JavaScript, and I was like, hold up, let's back up. You're telling me a timing. This is a timing attack, right, Daniel? I wasn't sure whether it said it was a side. It's a side channel. Yeah, side channel. So they were like, oh, do this, do this. There's a couple of different side channels. So it just so happens that the article we had listed the paper. So I was like, oh, cool, click. And I went to the paper. The paper does not provide the source code as part of its report. Hmm. It gives it like a brief outline of like, here's what we did in code. And it was like, we did a time. We did a, a function. We did another time. Look, they're different. I was like, ah. I'm gonna the article said something about them like being able to read random memory yeah. without... Yeah, and was, but they said that it was less than Spectre and Meltdown, right? And but they still were able to access like. But it took amount of time, and that's why I went to read the article. Gotcha, that actually spurred gotcha. me. I went, "How much time?" Because it was a small amount of data that they could read at random. Gotcha. It reminded me of like back in the day when um, gasoline, like there was like petroleum research, but the gas companies were, were funding doing the, the scientists. Research. Yeah, because right, Intel funded the science. Yeah, the research behind this. Well, suppose I who knows. Uh, yeah, but. no, that 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 was legit. That's they admitted to that. Yeah, I know. But then AMD released their own research that kind of corroborated. Okay. Right. So they said, well, yeah, there was some shadiness at first, and, and they were like, like <laughs> Spectre. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think either way, they're like still, you know, being but, they're pushing each other to check themselves. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's so cool. Like, competition, and, and yeah. I have no problem with that, as long as you're transparent about it. Right. Right. If you're like, hey, this was funded, and Secondly, the thing that makes me want to be transparent, and I, I'm about any computing research, if you say we showed this in code and you can't produce that code so I can run it, I'm going to say it didn't happen. I'll throw the out. Yeah, that's true. But then you got you got to put perfect concept out in the wild, and I think that's that's probably where it comes. Like responsible disclosure is something that's like a huge deal. Like, okay, release it to us. We'll. We'll try to like uh, make sure that this is actually a, a real thing, and then if it is, we'll create a fix for it, and then we release the proof of concept. But it, but it appeared to be in a peer-reviewed paper or a similar setting, so other people had seen it. Other people and, had seen and it, but it seems like they like if I find it, if I find an O day, like for re- responsible disclosure, I should contact the company and say I found an O day. I want you know you guys should fix this, and then I give them appropriate amount of time to fix the problem. Once they contact me back and say that's been fixed, I say, hey, can I publish my findings? Then we come to an agreement. Now that I could be a total d bag, and yeah, and just post it on Pastebin <laughs> or put it in wherever. Um, but that's typically how those things are done. Oh, I I totally understand that. Except it seems like this is a fairly large lead time, and the code's still not uh, there. Ag- agreed. I uh, I don't know why well, it's taking so long. Has has the vulnerability um, or issue been around since 2011, or is it affecting units that are from 2000? So it's, it's affecting, affecting units based on architecture. It's, it has to do with uh, predictive, like branch analysis uh, and code execution. Okay. Uh, like, which branch am I going to take? It's very similar to Spectre or Meltdown. So yeah. they were like, oh, well, if ours is, right. because that was the thing, right? When Spectre or Meltdown came out, they, AMD went, not in our chips. So it well, makes, they, had, they had one of them. It yeah. wasn't both of them, right? 
Uh, they were susceptible to yeah, one. Yeah, one of them. Were yeah, they? Yeah. Okay. I, I always get them confused which one was which. Yeah, but one anyway. Was both. They were just uh, like, it's not as bad on the AMD side of things because yeah. we only have one of them. And it was easily side. patchable, if I remember correctly, on the AMD side, right? <coughs> I think so, yes. yes. Which this one is as well, based on the article. That's what it said. Um, so, but I mean, like, let's say, was it a recent patch that allowed this vulnerability to be more exposed or to be utilized? Um, Justin, I, I think, did they say that they that, were. That's what I was looking at reported it at the end like or august of 2019 i think it was a little while ago yeah but what he's asking is was this something that was exposed the whole time it it could just be you know people just figured it out i I think so it is based on architecture designed to like squeeze out speed uh for execution of code i think it's just inherent in that architecture um whether it be intel or amd because there are predictions that you're making you're like 80 percent of the time it's going to go to this cache or to this memory address so i'm going to assume that and like proactively do that and they're they're making sure that they can access that or dribble it out. i'm i'm trying to make it as you know so you're basically saying the fundamental logic behind no, thanks that's not what i said <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i love talking to justin it's it's you're saying the fundamental logic behind how these things work has what we would now deem a vulnerability because it'll leak sensitive data right if you're just talking about things theoretically there's no "Quote unquote flaw," but when you implement that inside of a CPU as architecture, it allows people to understand things that they shouldn't. Well, the key takeaway here is just you know get CyberPulse installed. Uh, yeah, <laughs> is that is that right, Sander? There you go. There you go. Um, yeah, yeah. Hey, one like, of the things that yeah, yeah. No, well, that. one of the things we do get we do you, is uh, we we deal with. Uh, um, pushing updates and patches, kind of like a Windows update server. Sure. Um, we stage the updates that are required for that, uh, for each individual network. Um, and then at an appropriate time, we push them, whether it's a, you know, an LG 55 inch or, you know, a Nest thermostat or, you know, whatever have you. And, you know, push those updates, um, you know, when it's appropriate. So. Hey, so if people want to uh, want to get on that uh, uh, beta, beta test, test, yeah. How, what's the, uh, how can we reach out to you? Where can we find you? So we do have a website. Um, it's currently in being redeveloped right now, but uh, it is uh, cypsec.net. So sipsec or sipsec.net. Um, that's the best way. The uh, information. There's a contact form there at the bottom uh, that you can fill out and uh, um, tell us what you want. So uh, what you're looking to do and, and where you're at. Right now, initially, we're only going to be taking. Um, 95% of our cases we're going to only be doing here in the United States. We will have a few that are going to be outside of the United States, Canada, um, and Europe. But uh, for the most part, uh, most of our alphas and betas will be here in the U.S. Because that's where our initial market will, uh, where we're looking at uh, taking over. But when you open up to you know general consumers, uh, it, it will be international at that point? Um, well, it's going to be U.S. only um, initially. Um, but... We've also been approached by other uh, companies and individuals, investors um, that are uh, interested in possibly franchising it for their own country um, or within, you know, to a different country. Um, So we've been looking at that option. um, Also possibly building, you know, duplicating CyberPulse. Let's say we make it for Canada. So it'd be, you know, CyberPulse Canada. <laughs> Cyberpulse, eh? <laughs> yeah. Cyberpulse. Um, right. Sorry. Or we go down to Australia and Sorry. you know put another shrimp on the body or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, pulse yeah. cyber. Then. So. It's backwards. Yeah. Pulse cyber. Pulse cyber. Yeah. I believe so. Wrong side. I don't know how maps work. Well, uh, <laughs> you read them upside down. <laughs> yeah, 
a lot of things. And they flush the other way. I've, I've That's heard, what I heard. I've heard that. Yeah. yeah, I've never been. But me neither. Yeah, I'm gonna I've go been, just for that. I never noticed the. Uh, the you didn't sit there and watch. The <laughs> no, I didn't pay attention. No. If, if I it, did, I don't remember which direction it went. If, I expect if, a video if, if, next time. If anybody ever goes, yeah, it goes the other way. You're Why weird. are you staring at your toilet? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can't tell you that I know which way it goes here. And I don't, I've, I don't I'm sure I've I just get confused times, with but. the whole like metric system. I took my thermostat up to 72. I come back and the toilets are boiling. Yeah. yeah. And I'll tell you, if, if you're ever in our building, that. That over by Studio Two, that toilet, mm-hmm. it will slap mug you and take your wallet. Yeah, it goes just straight down. <laughs> yeah. You can flush a cinder block down. It. Yeah. There's no, or there's a no small rotation. Child. <laughs> oh, they gone. Yeah, you got to close. Where's this camera, toilet? Johnny? Tell me where this Is goes. The toilet and a bidet in one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, it's not a bidet. There's like a weird, like water elemental comes out and smacks you around, and then <laughs> yeah, don't so. get a vacuum seal created. <laughs> You're going down. Have you seen the fountains at Bellagio? <laughs> yeah, kind of like. Oh wait, there's actually a word for this. I think it's Dutch. Um, and I learned it. Dutch oven? Um, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like a water nymph, but there's a special word for it. The being, the magical water being. It's called oh, come fairy. on. <laughs> it's called a poop well, fairy. Well, oh, uh, yeah. Magical water being? We're gonna, here's no, what we're going to no, do. Uh, nymph. Justin's going to look up uh, Dutch water nymph uh, while well, I let you know about a couple things coming up uh, from IT Pro TV. So first of all, uh, webinar time. We've got one that we're doing. Uh, it'll be today uh, as the podcast is released uh, called Removing the Slack with Microsoft Teams, how to deploy teams in your organization. Uh, and we've also got one on uh, March 26th. That's a Thursday as well. Security on the go, protecting your devices, data, and yourself while traveling. So we'll be talking about mobile devices and VPNs and all that good stuff. Uh, if you want to check out those webinars. Oh, you're doing that one, Daniel. I'm or you're doing hosting that one. It? No, you're not. No, Wait, that looks, that's a Daniel and Don. Welcome oh, back to the show. Hi. Charlie. You're doing the, the, yeah, you were looking at water nymphs with Justin. Yeah. I found it. Uh, Did you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll get to that in just one moment here. Uh, so if you want to check out those webinars, go to itpro.tv uh, slash webinars. We'll take a quick uh, uh, break from my promos here. To What do you got? Uh, so it's funny. It, N-O-K-K. Does that sound familiar? Knock. N-O-K-K? Yeah. Knock. Well, that would be knock. Which is, yeah, Dutch for water nymph. Water toilet nymph. <laughs> See? So it's I'm, funny. I it's the scrubbing why. bubbles. So, in, uh, so it's funny. Also <laughs> known as, you'll love this, Daniel, yeah. a, a Nikor, a Nix, a Nixie, a Nakin, or a Neck. All right. Yeah. She's got a little little trucker hat on and a big hey, overall. Your toilet, man. Uh, man, we're going to clean this turlet. Nakin? Nakin? Are they spelling it N-A-A-K-E-N? No. Uh, I can't read. But what, what does that mean? <laughs> Reading's dumb. That means, it pretty much means nude. Huh. Knocked. Huh. Uh, N-A-A-K-T is knocked. And then, you know, knocked. As I would imagine A-A-K-T. a toilet nymph to be. All right. Do you know a frozen water horse? It's from the movie Frozen. Fro- yeah, frozen water. <laughs> frozen water. Oh, the, the horse from Frozen. Or frozen, Correct. yeah. In frozen context. Frozen 2, I'd imagine. Yeah, frozen, frozen 2, two. Oh, course, yes. obviously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've seen it. I've seen Does it have a name? Two. It's That's called name. a knock. That's a knock. <clears throat> oh, okay. And you're saying that's what's in the toilet here? In my mind, that's... Yeah, that thing jumps up, horse kicks you in the head, takes your bottle and flushes. Hey, if you want to head over to go.itpro.tv slash technado, you can get a 30% off coupon code uh, for ITProTV. And uh, you can also uh, fill out a form to get a demo for your business if you have a team. Uh, find out all about the great features and the uh, pro portal available uh, to teams at go.itpro.tv slash technado. Uh, one last thing I wanted to mention, too, and uh, as of today, 
when we're, we're recording this, this is not live yet, but it should be live by the time that this podcast goes out. So look at me putting the pressure on myself. Uh, we're doing a little bracket for, uh, for March. Uh, well, I don't think I can say that. that oh, uh, easy air, Dick Vitale. For um, spring uh, craziness. <laughs> spring hoop ball. Yeah, hoop ball time. <laughs> uh, but we've got a little bracket here. Uh, Parker, can you come to this camera? Can you meet me a camera too? Thank you. Oh, uh, yeah, that's, that's so much better. Paper. Just white. It just looks like a So I will tell you, if you know oh, what yeah, a bracket looks like. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. Uh, but we, what we've got here is uh, the operating system uh, bracket. So we've got 32 of the top operating systems and uh, letting you pick your champion. Uh, I know uh, some of the entertainers have filled them in. Top. And I'm doing air quotes. <laughs> Cause there's some garbage operating yeah. systems. Well, yeah. I mean, when, when you're you realize when you're, you're trying to say 32 problems. operating systems, you're like. Well, I got I got fifteen good ones. You know what I'm upset so about? Minix. <laughs> BOS is not on there. Which one? BOS. I don't think you have server I don't operating have systems. Well, if you wanna if you wanna play along and download your bracket, uh, go.itpro.tv/slash/bracket-dash-2020. <laughs> Head over there, uh, download the form, share it with us, and uh, we'll all get to see, uh, you know, what everyone picks. So that'll be exciting. Good times. Bracket is Dutch for guessing game. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Brocket. Yeah. Brocket. Brocket with two A's. Yeah. And a J? And a Hurst? I just want to put Hearst. it on record that I'm not being culturally insensitive. Is there an umlaut? <laughs> it's, it's my own papal. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that makes it all right, though. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Well, uh, thanks for tuning into this episode of uh, Stuff That Pisses Off Justin. Um, because <laughs> that's, that's a really great podcast. So listen. They're never going to let Don take a vacation. No. <laughs> well, this is the one time I feel like that we haven't had some like term set or something where I feel like I'm going to get a talking to after this. <laughs> so maybe it's Don that just brings it out of us. That could be. I did censor a couple of things. Good. I'm going to think twice about inviting another guest. And, and yourself. <laughs> yes. Uh, he looks like he had a great time. Speaking of the guests, yeah, thank you so much, Sandor, for joining us today. You're welcome, guys. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. And thank you all for joining us as well. We're going to see you next time right here on TechNado with Don Pizzette. Without Don Pizzette, see you next time.